Andrew Penton, the Marquise of Drake, lifted his eyelids, heavy from the many years of undue turmoil he'd endured, to gaze into the emerald-green eyes of one of his only offspring, his youngest daughter. Ellington's eyes, so much like his own, were the only feature about the girl that resembled him. The rest was inherited from a mother she'd never known, a woman Andrew had barely known himself, nor one he had shown any mercy to in her darkest hour. He was resigned to an eternity in hell for his callous existence. How he regretted so many of the decisions he'd made, the people he'd hurt, and that he hadn't honoured Lorelei's memory as was proper. She would never know how deep his love for her truly was, because he'd wasted his years punishing himself and those around him, and too late he'd realised it would not have been what she'd have wanted for him. No, if given the opportunity, Andrew would have done everything differently. He'd have loved the children he'd been blessed with, not misspent years searching and longing for the child who belonged only to Lorelei, his long-lost beloved. Lorelei's babe, with no blood tie to him, or the marquisite, a boy with no knowledge of the havoc his mother had brought to the Marquise's life, nor the utter destruction and agony she left in her wake. But his Lorelei was gone, had been gone, for what seemed an eternity. Yet he was eager to be reunited with her, if there were something awaiting either of them on the other side of death. Certainly no place was reserved for him at Lorelei's side. Heaven was too great a hope for a man as cruel as he. For now, he was left here with his youngest child, her misery rolling off her in waves, emotionally collapsed in upon herself. She was broken, and he was responsible. So young, only seventeen summers, yet he'd forced her to live out the emotions of someone three times her age, all because— Andrew had no excuse for what he'd put her through, at least not one that made sense in this moment— there was not enough time for him to tell his daughter everything she needed to hear, let alone time to summon her older sister, and he was wasting the precious time he did have. The words that needed to be spoken were stuck in his throat, playing through his head, yet never passing his lips. So many years he'd searched for Peter, so many years he'd denied the existence of Ruby, and all the while he'd ignored the child before him, Ellington. He'd so infrequently spoken— or even thought, the name, that it sounded foreign, even in his mind. Her heart-shaped face, red hair, and freckled nose were as distant in his recollection as so many other things he'd put from his awareness in recent years. What he did recognize was the loathing radiating from her very person, the hatred in her stare, and the aloofness she donned to mask it all. Because, when he'd been able to stand and look in a mirror— her character appeared the spitting image of the man who'd sired her, the Marquise of Drake. As steadfastly as he denied it to Mrs. B., and himself over the years, his blood ran heavy in Ellington's veins. She flaunted her superiority. She fought with passion. She argued relentlessly. She made all the mistakes her father did, and she would pay for them too, with loneliness, grief, and a life unlived. What scared him the most was her propensity for doing exactly as she pleased. The girl did not think he noticed her comings and goings, but he was aware of everything going on in his household, even though he hadn't left his bed in days. He knew when the day came, 
and she gave her heart to another. She'd love him with all her being. Every ounce of her existence would be given to that person. But he feared that man would not know her worth or her loyalty. Andrew didn't trust another to mend her broken heart, return the soul he'd stolen from her. He didn't think anyone could. She would cease to live if the man she finally came to trust and love were taken from her. Much like himself. Or, more accurately, the man the Marquise used to be. A memory so distant, Andrew wasn't sure he'd ever truly been that man. The man he was now was certainly not one his ancestors would be proud to count in their lineage. One future generations would wipe from every wall in his large home.